Yes, yes, my people, we're back, we're back. The one of one podcast. You know what time it is. You know who it is. It's Cairo Zay. We're back, man. Yeah, it's been long. It's been long. You know, life. Things happen. Do you know what I mean? What's happened since the last episode? I say, graduated from uni with a 2 1. You know the vibes. And then life. It's here. What can I say? I'm blessed. I'm grateful. And we're still here with the podcast. And yeah, man. I want to say appreciate everyone who's locked in so far. I appreciate every single one of you who's messaged me, who's told me that they enjoy it. I enjoy doing it. So if you enjoy listening to it, it's a bonus. So I appreciate every single one of you for sharing it and talking about it. I seriously appreciate it. And wouldn't you know? Thank you. So this is episode eight. And what we're going to focus on today is the black community. Now, before I go into it, I want to say some of what I'm going to say are facts and some of what I'm going to say are my genuine opinions, my genuine opinion, you know? So it's not, I'm I'm not bashing black people. I'm not bashing a certain group of people. I'm saying how I feel based off facts, you know? And it's going to be a really interesting one. It's not going to be all negative. It's not going to be a positive either. It's going to be constructive. So just wanted you know that before we get into it, before anyone gets touchy or offended by what I'm going to say, it's an interesting topic. And I've done my research. I've done my due diligence. So it's not just me just talking. It's me, you know, saying what I feel is true. No, I wouldn't just talk rubbish. I wouldn't just talk rubbish to you lot. So yeah, the black community. What we're going to talk about first is the things that have been glamorized in the black community. For example, drugs, money, jewelry, arguments and violence. And I feel these things are setting us back as a race. Now, in relation to the glamorization point, um, university can be seen as a massive reflection of that, especially the ACS. If if you guys don't know what the ACS is, the African Caribbean Society that they have in universities to represent the black community and the black culture. And I had one in my in my uni. And um, I'm going to read a tweet out that I've, I found, I came across. And it says, the ACS only caters for a specific type of black people. Or black, yeah, black people. So if you don't fit into that demographic, you will not enjoy the society. I'm not just referring to the lack of diversity in terms of countries, but also just how there tends to be a lack of diversity in general behaviour and opinions. Now, in my uni experience, I felt that in order to be accepted, quote-unquote accepted by the black community, I had to always be at the top of my game, you know, and keep the maintenance higher, for example, have new clothes, new shoes, always have a trim, etc, etc. And I was thinking to myself, you know, why should I always have to have a fresh trim all the time in order to be accepted? Or why should I have to have a large social media following in order to be popular? Or why should I have to be loud in order to be known? You know, it's weird. Why should I have to have all of these requirements and criteria? And... You know, I believe that the powers that be, the higher-ups in society, 
have used these factors, like I said before, drugs, money, jewellery, arguments and violence, have used these factors to further separate us as a race. You know, we've all watched TV shows and movies where drugs have taken over and infected the black community and in doing so has led to many deaths. And these deaths have broken families and ruined lives. And certain movies or TV shows have shown that how the government or the higher-ups have financed and pushed these drugs into the communities in order to push us away from each other. I think a movie that really depicts that well is American Gangster. Yeah, off the top of my head, American Gangster and Snowfall. Snowfall really depicts that really well. Um, Narcos depicts that as well. Um, obviously, that's in Mexico, but Snowfall, black community, and also the American Gangster shows the black community as well. It represents it very, very well, those two, Snowfall. If anyone hasn't watched Snowfall, please watch it. I've told, I've been telling the man them to watch it. And I know they haven't started it. I know they haven't started it. Do you know what I mean? They're off watching Pretty Little Liars or whatever they're watching. But I'm telling them to watch Snowfall when they're not trying to hear it. So BBC iPlayer is free. You get me? If you're, if you're an avid watcher like me, you're on Mr. World Premiere. Do you get it? But BBC iPlayer is there now. All four seasons are there. Get me so watch it. Damson Idris, coldest. He's the hardest in it. Every actor, or actress in that TV series are cold. They're all cold. Every single one of them. So please watch Snowfall. But like I said, TV shows like Snowfall and movies like American Gangster really depict how the drugs have a mad effect on the communities that um, invest in them. So yeah, it's crazy. And another topic: money and jewelry, like. We've grown up watching music videos on MTV Bass and etc, etc. And we always see rappers who had the money and jewellery in their videos. And it's like, that's what's glamorising in our society. Like, I see rappers, obviously, now. I think that's a rapper thing, though, like, to have jewellery and chains and that. Like, it's a rapper thing. So I accept that. That's fine. And obviously, some of their jewellery is nice. Some of their, some of their jewellery is not. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. But I think it's quite dangerous at the same time because I believe that the higher-ups want us to think that that's all we can achieve. And that's our ceiling when I know we can do and achieve much, much more. Obviously, the rappers that have got jewellery and whatever, they've worked to get that. That's, that's theirs. Do you get what I'm saying? But you don't have to be a rapper in order to get that or you don't have to just invest in jewellery and chains and everything and that's it. That's all you can invest in. Obviously, you can invest in um, houses. There's so many other things you can invest in other than ch chains and jewellery. But I truly think that the rappers aren't doing it to have a, have a negative effect on people. I think the higher-ups are pushing that out there and, think, and saying or thinking to themselves that, you know, that's all they want to see. That's what they can do. Do you know what I mean? But I know, and I'm not the only one that knows, that we can all do better than that. We can all do better than that. Um, different topic. Arguments and violence. I think arguments and violence is what black people are kind of infamous for and what we've been infamous for. Gang violence from day and arguments on social media. Now, you know, as a black boy, I know, like, gangs and that, like, it is what it is. You know, I don't think that it's cool. I don't condone what they do. 
and I, I don't think it's positive. As a black boy in the UK, I know people that associate with people who are in the gang life. And I believe that, you know, it's not cool. It's um, it's something that's been glamorised, though, definitely. Um, especially in the last few years, to be associated with people in gangs. But, you know, once you're associated with them, you're kind of in it, you know. Some people play it well. Some people do it do it smart. Like, they're friends with people in gangs, but they're still able to cut you and do their own thing, which is really, really good, um, which is really, really smart, because obviously they're just genuine friends. But at the same time, I'm saying that that's what a lot of us, well, the black people have been known for, you know? And I'm not saying other ethnicities don't have gangs, because we know they do, but I feel that black people are popular for that. And I believe that people that don't live in London, people that live outside of London, or some people that live in their own world, like when they, or don't, people that haven't associated with black people strongly, heavily, in like in their formative years, they don't know how black people are. So when they look on social media, or when they look on TV, and they see just gangs and violence and whatever, whatever, being pushed out, it's it's just negative and when they see black people in real life like for example i know there's some people that went to my university who did not grow up around black people so when they've when they associate with me they're very standoffish they're very you know they're not very accepting you know not really welcoming and that's a bit it's a bit upsetting you know to to be around other other ethnicities and to not feel accepted. Yeah, I just believe the higher ups, like I said, when it, like I said when I said gangs are being pushed out, like that's what that's what the higher ups want other people who don't associate with black people like that to think of black people like we're just loud, negative and we just we're just materialistic. But we're not all like that. Like I said regarding the first point, my glamorization point we're all going to die someday. But some of us are willing to die for things that are so cheap. For example, die for a postcode, die for a block or die for an estate. Now, I know people love where they come from. I hear that. But at the same time, what do you want to, like, when you die, what do you want to be known for? Do you know what I mean? No one's going to know you for the amount of money you have or whatever, whatever. Like, what do you want to be known for when you have been put to rest? Do you want to die for something cheap or do you want to die for something that has value, worth something? I know it's a bit morbid, but yeah, that's the reality of the situation. And how do you want to be looked at when, 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 when it's all said and done? So my next point is, as a community, as black people, we have too many expectations or unrealistic expectations, which leads to upset. For example, relationships, and life expectations. Now, but I believe that when it comes to dating, yes, when it comes to dating, the black people have too many expectations or requirements, which leads to either unrealistic, oh, which are either unrealistic or too complex. Um, I've got another tweet I'm gonna refer to. The dating scene for black people is so complex and layered. It's not even a Twitter debate thing, but there's elements of desirability 
anti-blackness, religion, attractiveness, careers, life pressures, and so much more that white people don't face or believe. That's a tweet that I've that I've grabbed. Now, I occasionally see tweets talking about how quickly other races um, get together in comparison to black people, and it's true. It's very true. So my questions are like, why as black people, why do we make life so much harder than it is already? You know, why do we glamorize or champion a talking stage? Why are we the only race to have a talking stage? I don't understand it. What is a talking stage? I know what a talking stage is like the length of time someone should talk it, um, before we take before we take it serious, but it shouldn't be a limit. Do you know what I mean? Should, in my opinion, it should be just natural. You go with how you two want to do it. How you two want to, how fast you want to go, you two will go. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be oh, two months, three months. No, like, let things be natural. Why can't things be natural? Do you get what I'm saying? Now, I know for a fact other ethnicities do not make dating as difficult as black people. Like, it's okay to have standards, don't get me wrong, but be reasonable and be realistic. Like, what is it? Is it upbringing, different experiences? Let me know. I want to know. Because in my opinion, too many expectations lead to separation because nobody can be bothered to put in effort. Like, nobody can be bothered to stick to the standards of the other person. Like, it's okay to have standards, like I said, but are they realistic? Like, would you hold yourself to that standard that, you, that you've been putting up? Would you hold yourself to that standard? You've got to ask yourself that question. You know, I'm not, I'm not the king of dating. I'm not, I'm not the relationship guru. I am not, I am, no, 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 that's not me. What I'm saying is, you just got to be logical and be reasonable with how you think, especially when you're trying to involve another person in your life. Like, just be reasonable, you know? But what, one other question that I had is, um, could it be the pride and ego instilled into us as children that have affected us growing up into adulthood? You know, as, as black people, we're very prideful. Like, let's be real. We're very prideful, which is good. Nothing wrong to be, nothing wrong with being prideful. We think, and we think very highly of ourselves, which is a very good thing. But could this be the reason why we have so many high standards or such high standards as, as adults? You know, could it be could it be a detriment to our not even success, but detriment to our happiness? You know, there's so there's nothing wrong with having pride in yourself, like I said, but sometimes having too much pride can be detrimental. I'm not saying throw all your pride away, but when dealing with other people, I don't think it's fair to slap unrealistic expectations and then get upset when not fulfilled. It's not fair. Like I said, would you hold yourself to the standards that you're setting? Would you do that? I don't think you will. So, you know, my thing is, it's just like, as black people, like, I haven't even gone, like, too deep into it as much as I, I, I could, you know, but as black people, I feel like we're, we're so powerful. We're so powerful as, as a people and I don't like seeing the self-hatred, the separation, be like, on Twitter, for example, I see so many people so quick to talk down on black people as if we're rubbish, like, so easy to tear us down. Like, why? Why are we so quick to tear each other down? Other races, I'm not even trying to do, like, big, big comparisons, but other races, they don't do that. They don't. It's like, why are we so quick to tear each other down? Like, there's so many people, like, we want, like, black people are so great, we want to do this, we want to do that. 
But then there's so many other people that just are so quick to tear us down and make life harder than it is for our people, for ourselves. Now, why? Like, I really want to know. If we all came together as a people, do you know how powerful we could be? Like, why do we allow the higher-ups and the government to come and just separate us and tear us down? Why do we allow that? Why do we allow ourselves to hate on ourselves? The way we talk about ourselves. The way we address ourselves. Why is it derogatory? Why is it so backhanded? Why is it negative? In an ideal world, I know, why can't we all be together? Obviously, not everyone will get on with everyone. I hear that, but why can't we just, like, be together? Like, the Asian people are, as a community, they're together. White people, they're together. In my in my eyes, they're together. You know, but as black people, we're so, like, reluctant to be together as much as we say we want to be together. Do you get what I'm saying? There's a lot of talking, 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 black people, black power, this, that, this, that, this, that, but I don't see any, any people banding together. The only time I've seen people band together properly was at the Black Lives Matter march last year. Like, that was a crazy experience for me, seeing all these black people, like, come together. Not even black people. White people were there as well. They were, they were fighting as hard as we were. Let's, let's not get it twisted. But it was good to see so many black people come together and fight for the same cause. Do you know what I mean? It was so good. It was so nice. And and there's no trouble. There was no nothing. And it just felt so nice. But I just think that as black people, we could be, we could be so much more. We're great. We're great right now. But we could be so much more. And I don't want it to be a thing where I've just, like, just been vague. I don't think I've been vague. But if you have, if anyone has anything else they want to talk about or say, like, let me know. Because I don't want it to be a thing where people have stopped this episode feeling upset. Like I said, it's not just for black people. It could be, this podcast is for everyone and everyone. I just want to be make that known. It's for everyone and everyone. Sorry, everyone and anyone to listen to and enjoy. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't listen to this episode and think, oh, it's just black people, let me turn it off. No. Like, it's educational. Like, it's it's just a different perspective, you know? So, yeah, man. We spoke about how the glamorization in the community, how... We um how I felt separated in in my community, um pride and ego that have been instilled in us from a from a young age and just different factors like drugs, money, jewelry, arguments and violence. I think they're setting us back. There's so many things that are setting us back, and I think if we just ignore certain things, simply just ignore it, we can just push forward as a, as a as a as a as a community as a collective, you know. So um. This is this has been episode eight, the Black Community Community Empower. I appreciate every single one of you for listening, and yeah, I'm gonna try to be more consistent. But obviously, life life gets in the way. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I haven't forgot about the podcast in any way, shape, or form. Um, but for me, it's a thing where it's like quality over quantity. For me, do you know what I mean? I don't want 
to just be this talking rubbish, bad business talking rubbish. You get what I'm saying? So that's me. That's been that's been Kairose. Um If anyone has anything to say or anything they want to share or talk about, shout me. My Insta, Snap, Twitter is going to be in the description box. Um, my Insta's Kairose1. Snapchat's Kairose underscore. And my Twitter is Kairose underscore as well. So if anyone wants to just talk or follow me or whatever, do it, man. Yeah. I've been your host, Kai. One of one podcast. One of one can't done. You know the thing. You know the vibes. Um, this has been made like, what, a week before Christmas? So Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hope, you had, hope, you have had a, hope you've had a good 2021. Um, 2022 is going to be great year hopefully so i appreciate every single one of you one of one podcast you know the vibes we're out